Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Scott Weinberger, journalist and former deputy sheriff. In my new podcast series called Blooded, I'm embedded in the cold case investigation into the death of firefighter Billy Halpern. Experience this investigation in a truly unique way, untangling secrets that may reveal the answers to not only one case, but almost a dozen. Listen to Cold-Blooded, The Apollo Gym Murders on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to True Crime Reality with host Kaylin Miller-Keys. Things are about to get real. Teddy Mellencamp, former housewife, devoted mom, and homeowner who received a phone call that is every landlord's worst nightmare. There was a murder in her home atop the Hollywood Hills. Teddy recalls the breaking news like it was yesterday when prominent rapper Pop Smoke was killed in cold blood on her property. Kaylin Miller Keys investigates on True Crime Reality. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the True Crime Reality Podcast. I am here with Teddy Mellencamp, and I am so excited about this episode. It's a crazy story. And you know Teddy from The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, one of my favorite housewife shows, and loved you on The Housewives. You're amazing. So do you want to tell everyone a little bit about yourself? Um, well, my name is Teddy Mellencamp Ariave. I am a mom and stepmother of four amazing kids. I have a husband named Edwin. I run a business called All In By Teddy, and I host a podcast with Tamara Judge on iHeartRadio as well called Two Teas in a Pod, where we break down all things housewives and get ourselves into a lot of trouble. I love that. All things housewives, <laughs> a lot of trouble. Sounds great. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, we we can't let any crumb go un uneaten. Oh, yes. Yeah, and there's a lot of them. There are so many. <laughs> That's you amazing. Just, you can you know, the rabbit hole. Like I've yeah. I've been down your rabbit hole before. Like I'll I'll look on the Instagram and then I have to go and then know mm-hmm. every. And then you're like, where am I? How did I find myself here? How did I get here? here? Yeah. How did I get here at 2 a.m. when I was asleep at 8? Like, why did I wake <laughs> up and do this? Yeah, that was me this morning. Yeah, yeah, I get it. It's a real issue. And then my husband's like, what are you looking at? And I'm like, how do I even explain that I got to this person's page 14 removed from me? <laughs> yes. Well, Teddy is here, a property of Teddy's, a property of yours. Yes. Um, there was a murder. There was. Um, And it didn't actually... Okay, so to give you a little backstory, if you watch Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, the first season that I was on, I lived in this house. And I absolutely loved it. Never wanted to move out of it, but our family outgrew it. And we moved... We actually had moved right down the street. And we had put our home up to be rented out. And we had a property management company that rented it. And 
you know, we never knew who was renting or not. We did know that there was a couple of times where people would have parties because we could hear it from our other house mm. that we were living in down the street. And we're like, what is going on? But cut to, um, I was still filming Housewives Now. It's probably my third season. It's 4 a.m. and or maybe 5 a.m. It's early in the morning. And somebody that works for me calls me and sh I answer the phone and she's crying. And I'm like, what? And she's like, you're alive. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And she's like, turn on KTLA. And I'm like, what? And she's like, you, there was somebody murdered at the party you had last night. I'm like, what are you talking oh about? Like, I have abs. I'm like, party. I, I'm pregnant. I think I was either pregnant or like, th there was no way I was partying. I, yeah. I mean, there, absolutely. I was like, what do you mean? And she's like, and so my husband gets out of bed. I'm like, babe, go check on the the other house. Like, let's see what's going on. I, I turn on the news. I see my name everywhere. And I mean, granted, my name wasn't even listed as an owner on the house. My husband's was. And so I don't even know how that information came about. But um, so he walked down and there was a million news cameras. Like everybody's out front of our other house. And we had no idea what was happening. Um, so essentially what happened was pop smoke rented our home through an agency a rental agency but he didn't rent it under his name pop smoke he rented it his manager rented it for him so we had absolutely no idea it was pop smoke that was staying at the house and um somebody ran around the back of the house in the middle of the night and came in and there were shots fired and um he ended up it's like so heartbreaking, but he ended up passing away on the way to the hospital once they had called 911. And thankfully, my husband's security cameras caught that there, you know, where the people ran in and all these different things you could hear. There was two other people in the house with pop smoke. And ultimately, we don't know all the answers. We just know that, you know, it was reported on the news. We, we, we don't know him personally. We never met him. We didn't know he was staying there. And, but what we did see after the fact was he was posting on Instagram. So this is just kind of a warning to anybody is somebody had sent him a gift. Like, you know how people will send influencers gifts mm -hmm. and he had videoed it, the oh. gift that came and it had the address on there. I, I, I mean, I, I don't know the end result of what happened because, you know, when like things happen that are really scary, you kind of block them out, especially as a mom and, mm -hmm. um, and being in the public eye, I, 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 I don't really even know where the end of this case goes. It was really, you know, one of those situations where I, I, there's, Pop Smoke and his friend were showing money in front of the house, posting pictures, mm -hmm. posting their address, and it's devastating. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, he he passed away. You could, I mean, obviously it's illegal to have security cams inside of a house um, when you're renting it out, but we had them around the house on the outside. And so we had seen how they entered through the back door and through the front door. We saw them call 911. We saw the girl run up, run up to him after he was shot. And Jeez. I mean, it's just. So this was um, during the party or after? There wasn't even a party that night. Oh. He had gone out. Like, there was just always parties. that the People wanted to rent the house because it was in Hollywood Hills. Yeah. And, you know, his whole life he's been working towards this goal. And then after he passes when his song 
Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh, that's so But cool. it's, I mean, it's beyond. Like his family, I, I can't even imagine, but it's why we just have to protect ourselves on social media and know that there are people watching mm-hmm. and especially like you just have to be careful no matter yeah. where you are. That's what I was just about to say. People are watching and my boyfriend is um, like pretty lax about that sometimes like yeah. with places we're staying or addresses and I think like no matter what you just really need to be cautious. You just don't know. Yeah, you have you have absolutely no idea uh, and especially if there is a history of you know there's like trouble and then people are going to go out of their way to find you and if you make it easier for them and of course this is no blame on any nobody should go into anybody's house with a gun like there's there's no excuse for any of it but it's more just like for my kids like this was a, a a good reminder to me like I was like you're not having social media yeah yeah like right I think that's like, so smart like you are nowhere near ready to handle something like this because they don't know. Like yeah. I, I can have the wherewithal to go, okay, this is somewhere I could post or whatever. I mean, and, and there's, there's so many break-ins in general now, especially for people in the public eye, because they'll post that they're out of town. Mm-hmm. And then that's when... And people can see like what you have monetarily, like... Yeah, of course. Designer things and... Yeah, and then if, if they, they feel like it's in their reach. I mean, I was just watching the Bling Ring documentary. Oh, yeah. That's where crazy. Even and this is before social media mm-hmm. was even a big thing. They targeted Paris Hilton. They targeted Rachel Bilson. They targeted anybody that they figured out where they were at a specific time. Like, oh, this person, Orlando Bloom, is filming a movie. We saw TMZ post that him in his trailer. Let's go mm-hmm. to his house tonight. Like, and those are like kids. Those they were kids also, right? That just were in the party scene that wanted it all. And, you know, we, that's why we have to teach, like, you have to work for what it is that you want. It's not just yours to take because you can figure it out because you're a good detective. I think they were specifically targeting him. And they didn't really keep us in the loop other than, you know, he, can we have the security footage from the mm-hmm. outside of the home? We saw the car. We went over. And luckily, we had done the security on the house next door. I mean, across the street. Mm-hmm. So they had their security cam so they could see that there was three individuals who got out of the car. I, I, I would assume they pop smoke and his, I don't know if it's his girlfriend, but a female friend and the other gentleman, they all got home and then the people arrived shortly after. So oh who gosh. knows if they were following them from the right. studio, who knows if it happened from Instagram, who kn- oh. like, we don't know. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. 
join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. <gasps> what? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Scott Weinberger, journalist and former deputy sheriff. In my new podcast series, Cold-Blooded, The Apollo Jim Murders, I'm embedded in the cold case investigation into the death of firefighter Billy Halpert. It's just a shame, you know, that they took him from us. Experience this investigation in a truly unique way, knocking on doors, uncovering new evidence, including the DNA of a potential killer. Uh, my name is Danny Smith. I'm a detective uh, with the Miramar Police Department. This is Scott Weinberger. We're actually reopening an old case, and your name came up. Untangling secrets that may reveal the answers to not only one murder, but almost a dozen. I thought they were going to kill me, so I kept my mouth shut, and I didn't say anything. All these years, I didn't say anything. Listen to Cold-Blooded, The Apollo Jim Murders, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex and then he's very vulnerable so you can kill him easily to die for is available now listen for free on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts what was your involvement after like you're the owner of the home so what did that look they like? i mean like especially on a high profile case like this i mean Ultimately, it was just, we want your information. And then the sick part is all the people that reached out that wanted us to sell the security footage. No, like TNT yes. and, and all of those. Yeah. Wow. Like, will you give, you know, would you? And we're like, absolutely not. I was like, no, I'm not capitalizing on somebody else's, like, that's somebody's son. Right. Someone died. Like Someone died. This isn't like, and you couldn't, it, if I would have thought that it was something that would help to catch them, then, then the police would have released the footage, you mm -hmm. know, like they did in, in so many other cases where right. you could see a part of somebody's face or something like that. It was, it was not like that. It really... So I don't know how I don't know how they ended up finding out, but wow. I do know that like for a long time I would people were just so you know when whenever somebody passes away and whenever there's a crime and whenever there's unknowns like people were coming after us like you had something to do with this did you do I'm like 
People were blaming you. Oh, it, I had to like turn off all commenting on my Instagram what? for a while. Yes, because people were like, maybe you probably knew who was there. And, and because the news had reported that I was at my party. Oh. You know, like there's just so oh many. Gosh. It's a game of telephone. Did that affect your, your feeling of safety after your while? You know, I think between that and all of the break-ins that have been happening in L.A. since, I think it's a continuous thing that, you know, does happen when you're in the public eye. And, you know, it happens regardless. But when you put your life on display, you have to know that, like, one, there's going to be paparazzi. Two, there's going to, you know, so you have to figure out ways to protect yourself. Mm-hmm but also still try to be as authentic as you can to what your life actually is. And it's, it's a really thin line, which is why I think social media is, can be dangerous with kids and why, I mean, I'm like, so I I could go on a full tangent, but I could like Snapchat is so frightening to me. Oh, that's probably the worst for kids. The worst. And everybody buying these, you know, they think they're buying a Xanax and it's laced with fentanyl. Like I could honestly go like the amount of like the rainbow fentanyl all these different things like it's there's so many crimes now happening through social media Mm -hmm. and I think it's only going to get worse as the exposure gets bigger yeah um so there is a trial set for Corey Walker who did end up confessing yeah he confessed uh, allegedly he confessed to the killing secretly and recorded conversations with informants in jail. Wow. That's wild. Like the fact that you wonder, is he bragging? Yeah. You know, who confesses to something like that? But you can only imagine that the amount of fame that Pop Smoke has posthumously gained. I mean, he was always talented. Mm Mm-hmm. But sadly, a lot of the time, talent is re- isn't recognized until somebody's gone. Right. So allegedly, what the detectives think is that it was a 15-year-old who pulled the trigger. That is crazy. It was February 2020, and I had my daughter February 25th. That's that's what it was. I was oh. like, you'll if if you ever decide you want to have kids, like you will there's this weird thing that happens when you're pregnant where you honestly can like black out full like Mm. information to like protect yourself. And like, I remember this had absolutely nothing to do with me, but I remember what, when this happened, I like immediately was like so scared for like my baby to come into this world. that This Mm. is the world that we're living in and thinking about the pain that his mother must feel. Oh, that's heartbreaking for something that like you absolutely like you're like could this have been avoided is this a planned attack like your mm-hmm. mind goes to the deepest darkest places out of out of fear it really is it's crazy and i mean we don't own the the house anymore but i was going to ask if you sold did you sold it sell it shortly after we had it i mean it was always on the market for either sale or rental mm-hmm. um and then once this happened we realized like we don't want to rent this house out for short term anymore because people obviously are renting this as a party house it had an amazing view and Mm -hmm. you know like it wasn't like families were renting this house yeah like (laughs) there's a purpose (laughs) yeah they're like we want to rent this house to be in the hollywood hills and come out like they can go to the club and then come here yeah and um so we had put it on the market and it was it was information that we shared 
with anybody that came to look at the property. And and someone obviously bought it. Someone they... obviously bought it. And they, I mean, it's it, it sounds terrible to say, but like because he didn't pass away in the home, he passed away in the ambulance, there's like a different level that you, you rank a house that can be sold. Oh. So, but we still disclosed all yeah. the information that this crime occurred. I, I know there is actually real estate laws because I was looking into getting my real estate license. Um, and if there was a death inside your home, you, you, you legally have to disclose that. Yeah. So I don't think you legally have to in, in your case, but I think that's we amazing did, that you and did. It's yeah. like, it's so public too. Not only did we want to, and we worked with, you know, we worked with our friends at Farah over at the agency and she was like completely transparent with everybody. And mm-hmm. we were like, this is, you know, where it happened and we just need you to know. And this was you know, our family home, we loved it. And it breaks our heart that this happened. Mm-hmm. You know, we still haven't told our, our kids. Oh yeah. Cause that like, this is where Slate and Cruz were born. Oh, that <laughs> is tricky. And they're so young still. Yeah. And they always went like, can we drive by our first house? Like, you know, like, do you remember your yeah. first house? Like, and that like takes some innocence. Oh yeah. And I'm like, our, our my my stepdaughter she knows because mm-hmm. she's old enough that like she sees things on the internet and I remember when it happened she was actually at her mom's and she called and she's like what happened somebody oh. at school told me this happened at our house like she didn't know if we were there or not either yeah. and we're like no no it's the old house like it's not our house that we all live you know mm-hmm. um jeez yeah he was a talented young man mm-hmm. and we I don't know. I I just hope. The, I hope at, at the end of the day, it's like the biggest thing for me. And I, I don't know if this is controversial to say or not, but like I just have such an issue with guns in general. Mm. Like for just especially with like your children should not be able to get their hands on a gun. A fifteen-year-old, yeah. A fifteen, like absolutely not. Like I, and people are like, you know, there's reasons that they need. I'm like, no, absolutely no. Yeah. I don't need my fifteen-year-old to learn to shoot anything. I can say this. I don't know if the same goes for you, but I will post that I'm on a run somewhere on Ventura. Like, it's not even blatantly obvious where I am. And within 20 minutes, there'll be a paparazzi. Like, oh, I'll that be, scares me. Yeah, I'll be heading back to my house, and then there'll be, like, five guys taking my... And I'm like, what? How did they figure out where I am? And then I'm like, then I realized I can't post my runs in real time, because they'll see something like as trivial as like the, a McDonald's and know that I've passed that on the, because they know where I live. Oh gosh. So people are crafty and they figure it out. I mean, there are even fans of the show that will come to my gate and ring the bell and be, and like, do like bring me flowers or whatever, like being nice, but it's still like, this That's is my scary. home. Yeah, with my children. Yeah. So it's a very, it's a very thin line because of course you want to be kind and you want to be grateful, but you also need to set boundaries Mm -hmm. and say like, this is crossing mine. Yeah. So I guess like the number one thing people can do is not post their location and real time at least. Yeah. I mean, not post the location. I mean, uh, and I mean your house getting leaked is, Oh yeah. It's crazy. (laughs) Yeah. The house, they, they did that to everybody, you know, like everybody on, on the show is on. They, I guess they do show everyone's like, yeah, they show the front of the house. It's a privacy issue too. Yeah. And I mean, so it's people are like, Oh, you signed up for this. Not that. Yeah. (laughs) You're like, 
you still have to, but I think also what people need to remember is like, it's still a television show. No matter mm-hmm. how real these shows are. Right. It's not an it's open. TV. Yeah, it's TV. <laughs> it's not like an open invitation for anybody yes. that wants to swing by. Right. It's a quick hour. Turn it on, <laughs> turn it off. Yeah, but I, I mean, especially with the, with the burglaries, like, I mean, obviously with the pop smoke, you know, from what we know, that was a hit. Like, that was mm-hmm. planned. But for these, for these burglaries that have been going around they are targeting people that they think are out of town. Mm. So that's also scary because even when you think about like the, the Dorit Kimsley break in at her house, she was posting not in real time. She was posting. She was in London when she was home. So it's like, you can't, and they broke in then because they thought she was out of town. Oh my gosh. So what are you supposed to do? Right. That, we that, just quit social media. No, you put your alarm systems on. Yeah. Did she not have an alarm on? I, to my knowledge, no. no. Um, but you put your alarm systems on. You come up with, like, you have a, a, a panic button. You yeah. do all of those things. Have a plan. Have a plan because we don't know. Mm. I mean, it's to the point now you can't walk around Beverly Hills and not have a plan. Right. It's, it's getting crazy. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Scott Weinberger, journalist and former deputy sheriff. In my new podcast series, Cold-Blooded, the Apollo Jim murders, I'm embedded in the cold case investigation into the death of firefighter Billy Halper. It's just a shame, you know, that they took him from us. Experience this investigation in a truly unique way, knocking on doors, uncovering new evidence, including the DNA of a potential killer. Uh, my name is Danny Smith. I'm a detective uh, with the Miramar Police Department. This is Scott Weinberger. We're actually reopening an old case, and your name came up. Untangling secrets that may reveal the answers to not only one murder, but almost a dozen. I thought they were going to kill me, so I kept my mouth shut, and I didn't say anything. All these years, I didn't say anything. Listen to Cold-Blooded, The Apollo Jim Murders, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You know, Beverly Hills used to be this luxurious place where everybody wanted to wear their biggest jewels, carry their all their Birkins, do these things. Like, absolutely not now. Like, you don't wear your wedding ring to yeah, Beverly Hills at this over, point. You, you flip it over, you turn your bag the other way. Yeah, like it's... There's huge long lines to get into all the stores, but nobody's buying anything. It's like, what is happening? Mm. My husband owns a home automation and a security company. So that was one of the things people, you know, the first thing they want to do is be like, well, how did this happen in a house that you own? I'm like, well, one, there was no alarm on. Yeah. There's no alarm set. There's no cameras inside the house, like all of those things. But um, he just said it's, it's, Teddy, like, you have to set the alarm. And I'm like, what do you, but if you're still, you haven't gotten home from work, I have to set the alarm. He's like, yes, the second you get home with the kids, you lock the door and you set the alarm. And I'm like, but then you have to, he's like, Teddy, yes. Like, there's no, like, but I grew up in a different time. You know, I grew up in South Carolina. Like, we left, we never, we never. left your front door unlocked all the time. Yeah, like, it was like, (laughs) you know, everybody's key was under the doormat. Yep. We're not there anymore. No, I and think that's so smart. Like always have the alarm set. I always do most of the time. But, but it, and I, I have like an evacuate. I tell my boyfriend all the time if he's never home, I'm like, I know exactly what I'm going to do. If someone breaks in, I'm going to jump off this and jump into that. And yeah. like, <laughs> in my mind, I would do that. But I, I mean, I, th- I it all depends on the person that breaks in, though, because what their mentality is like, what are they there for? Mm-hmm. Are they there for cash? Are they f- there for your items? Are they there to hurt you? Mm-hmm. Like. You just don't know. And I guess that's whatever your mental state is when they arrive is, uh, it's just, it's frightening. To mm-hmm. But I, I feel like you're in the safest position with what your husband does. I mean, yeah, I, I, I am as long as I follow all the rules, you <laughs> listen know, <to> him. <laughs> yeah, as long as I listen to him. I mean, because he, I mean, there are certain, there are certain things that I've learned that I didn't necessarily know because of, you know growing up in a 12 mile long island but like the higher up in the hills you are the more that a break-in is going to happen because it's further away from like where people are driving oh so it's more quiet Mm -hmm. and people have more time to like get in and get out they're not going to do it at 3 a.m because that's a suspicious time Mm -hmm. so it's going to be more like a 10 p.m oh 
because it seems more common that someone come inside and out of a house at 10. At three, if you're sleeping and you heard some banging around, you might stir. Yeah. That's actually really good to know. Yeah. So it's like, especially the further that you live from, like, so even f during my runs the other day, I, I got like, I had like a nervous feeling when I was running, you know, and you like kind of look behind you and you're like, there's someone mm -hmm. there. And um, I, I called my husband. I'm like, all right, I put, find my phone on, make sure you're tracking me right now. And he's like, also, are you running? Like, where are you running? And he's like, one run right off the main street on a neighborhood because that's where all the families are that are going to look out and see you. If it's just complete, like, strangers just zooming down the main road, they're not going to probably notice. There are some crazy people in this world. The, 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 that's what you have to remember. No matter what you post, no matter what you do, no matter what all that, like, people will go to all ends of the world to, like, they, some people are addicted to it. Addicted yeah. to the thrill of crime. I'm addicted to watching it. I'm addicted to, yeah crime podcast <laughs> I, I don't watch the shows I only listen to podcasts because I don't like to see their faces but I am addicted hold on you don't have to see everybody's faces oh I can't I'll have nightmares but I don't have nightmares if I just listen I need to know every detail <laughs> about what somebody like you could be like my friend Jan and I'd be like can I see Jan oh I cannot hear a story without getting a full visual like I need to know Ev, I cannot hear a story without knowing a full physical breakdown. I don't know why, because I have oh. to imagine the entire crime or situation See, in my head. See, that's what freaks me out. I just want to know about it, but I don't want to, like... Envision it. Yeah. Then it makes it real. I don't really know what it is, actually. You're going to have to go down so many more rabbit holes, and I'm excited to l listen and tune in. Yeah, thank you so much for coming on. I think this was the longest one. We We did get into a few rabbit holes here. I, I can't I can't help myself. I'm always <laughs> off topic. <It's> great. <laughs> Welcome to the OCD life. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on. And everyone can listen to your podcast at two T's in a pod on iHeartRadio or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Awesome. Thank you so much. Of course. Thank you so much for listening. And be sure to follow us on Instagram at True Crime Reality. Until next time. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Scott Weinberger, journalist and former deputy sheriff. In my new podcast series called Blooded, I'm embedded in the cold case investigation into the death of firefighter Billy Halpern. Experience this investigation in a truly unique way, untangling secrets that may reveal the answers to not only one case, but almost a dozen. Listen to Cold-Blooded, The Apollo Jim Murders on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.